and welcome to the Netball Nation podcast. Now, as always, I'm Emma Louise Jones, your host, and I'm joined by Maggie Berkershaw. Hello. And a slightly different voice. It's an ex-Welsh international that we've dragged off the street. Hello, <laughs> Kylie Painter. Hello. How are you? You're right. Very good. Thank yeah, you very much. It's warmer in here than outside. It is quite toasty. <laughs> well, we thought you looked a bit chilly. We thought you needed to come inside. Uh, now, Sarah is, of course, in Australia with Stacey, so we're going to get them on the phone in a bit. So that'll be exciting. It's like a netball hotline. It's all going on here at Netball Nation today. Welcome to Netball Nation. A jam-packed show again. Loads of things to cover. We're going to have uh, on the phone director of netball and head coach of Manchester Thunder, Karen Gregg. We're going to be chatting about Thunder's amazing season and their upcoming games against the Roses, Jamaica and Australia. And we'll also speak to Karen about her appointment as England under-21 head coach. Let's hear it for Greg. Yay! As well as that, as I say, we're going to be catching up with our very own Sarah and fiancé, Stacey Francis, to get all the gossip from Oz. Again, uh, demonstrating some massive net Ball Nation commitment there, aren't they? Because what time is it over there? Do we know? Oh, I'm not sure. Did you say it's about seven hours ahead? Yeah, so it's... Oh, it's not too bad. No, not too no, much no. commitment then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, as well, we're going to cover off all the round seven results from the Suncorp Super Netball competition. And we'll chat about all the news that New South Wales Swifts are allowing Natalie Haythornthwaite to rest ahead of the World Cup following a recent injury. Uh, but before we get going, I just want to say a huge thank you to our Netball Nation family for the love you've shown us from last week's episode when we spoke about the challenges for players and and coaches when they start a family. We've had loads of messages about this, so thank you so much for reaching out to us as it shows we're tackling some major issues that need addressing. I also just want to mention an email we've had from Dr. Hazel Talbot, who's asked us to reflect on grassroots netball as there are women getting pregnant at all levels. Of course there are. She says that support and understanding needs to filter down to county leagues and clubs and back to netball level. And she wants us to use our experience at top flight to be proactive in all levels, and rightly so as well. Here, here, Dr. Yes. Hazel. Uh, now, Hazel plays with many women who have young children and are welcomed back into the team after baby breaks. Confidence, however, can be low and it feels like the game has changed when you've had a year or two break. Uh, Hazel had an 18-year break before she came back to netball and is hugely positive about her local back-to-netball scheme, without which she says she wouldn't be playing again. Uh, Hazel's back-to-netball coach, Mimi, was superb at judging people's confidence, ability and athleticism and fostering a love of netball. So, Hazel's asked us to give a big shout out to Back to Netball and of course to Mimi. So huge shout out to all of you and it's fantastic to hear as well, Hazel. Thank you so much for getting in touch and sharing your experience. It is incredible. What a lovely email. It's great and it is great that Netball Nation can filter through and we can tackle things like this because it really does impact. Well, they're real issues, aren't they? Dealing with real women. So thank you and as I say, as always, you can. Anyone can get in contact with us and we'll try and cover it as best we can. Right then, away we go with this week's show and as I say, we are really excited to be joined by Manchester Thunder director of netball and head coach Karen Gregg. Karen, hey. welcome. Hi everyone, thanks for having me. Oh, Hi. It's, it's our pleasure having you. How are you? You okay? Yeah, getting ready for my holidays. Well, oh, well, don't know. Stop okay. now. Stop now. <laughs> Not you right, as well. So, I've got three people around me that are going on holiday in the next couple of days and I've got that yeah. Bayman who's in Australia yes so Mags yeah. is not having a great time I've just been saying I'm oh, off to Mag- Lanzarote tomorrow we've got Kylie yeah. in the studio she's going travelling around Europe where are you going Karen? I'm going off on a cruise around the Adriatic on Friday so, oh yeah. very fancy oh, nice oh my de- you, you, if you could see Mag's face right now she's gutted uh, now Karen we won't I'll keep- have one for you Mag you have two have, have two <laughs> We won't keep you too long because we know you're going to have to pack and stuff. But you must be absolutely delighted by Manchester Thunder's championship winning season as you were crowned Vitality Super League winners last month. 
Round of applause needed for that. Yes. Let's go straight in with it. We're all Thank dying you. to know, how did yeah. you celebrate, Karim? Oh. <laughs> well, Do you really want to hear this? Yeah, yes. I, I know. It's like those, those of you that know Thunder or have been involved with Thunder or who have friends at Thunder know that we, we don't do things by half. So we had a bit of a crazy fun bus on the way back from the Copper Box and we all ended up back at the boss's house, watched the game a couple of times and I think it was to bed at about 6am. That was the day of the final, and then the week after we had um, our end of season awards, and then a big barbecue at the boss's house again the day after. So it was um, chaos for a couple of weeks, really. Wow! Really week long celebrations. Yeah. We can certainly yeah. get on board with that here at Netball Nation, Karen. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, no, a huge congratulations because it's a massive achievement, and it was an epic final that swung so many times. How yeah. was that for you, sort of being on the coaching bench watching that? It was nerve wracking, obviously. I mean, it took us probably a good five ten minutes to find our feet and um, get our rhythm and and it was just that going into that second quarter break was just reassuring the players of what the game plan was and just making sure they were sticking to it there were a few nerves flying around and I think once they shook them off you know they stuck to task and you know we we saw it was a bit of a yo-yo game but ultimately you know we put out the performance in the end that got us over the line definitely definitely paid off and how do you plan to get over the excitement of beating two times champions wasps in the final and then look ahead to next season I mean, we've got a busy summer, haven't we, as well? So, um, I mean, the, the girls were buzzing. Um, obviously, now we're we're in a period of, yeah, we've got some games coming up in the next few weeks, but we're, we've got to start looking at recruitment for next season as well. Hoping to, you know, maintain the core of, of that group that we had last season and potentially build around it. And it's just making sure that, you know, we're, we're all well aware that once you've, once you've won the Super League title, you know, people are gunning for you the next season so you've mm. got to be ready for it so we've got we've got to make sure that we've got a really good solid pre-season program in, in place that will kick in in September before Fast Fives and then the season starts slightly later next year so We'll have a good run in on pre-season and just make sure that we're all up to speed and, you know, we're fit and healthy and, and ready to go come February. Well, you sound very calm and yeah. confident, Karen. I like that. And, <laughs> and you touched on it there. Um, you are set to play Jamaica and Australia in the next couple of weeks. Is that right? Yeah, we've um, it, really lucky, really. We've, we've been working really closely with Manchester City Council over the last um, couple of months. And it was put out there a few months ago about opportunities for, you know, areas to host countries in the build-up to the World Cup and Manchester City Council that were really forward-thinking in trying to make Manchester the core hub really and attract the top teams and they've worked really hard to get England, Australia and Jamaica plus also Barbados and Northern Ireland wow. in and around the Manchester area training so a great opportunity for us. Um, I think the, the girls, even though they're excited, think a little bit good that they've not got the whole summer off. <laughs> yeah. Let's, was, let's well, go. I was going to say that. They'll, they'll want the summer holidays. But in all I seriousness, know. though, the domestic season finished like only a matter of weeks ago. So how yeah. do you plan for it? Because that's quite an intense period then. Yeah, it is. I mean, we've got, um, we're playing England on the 30th of June, which is going to be in a closed game. So that's uh, not open to spectators. And then we've got Jamaica on the Tuesday and England and Australia the following weekend. So it's going to be tough. I've got the girls in training the week before just to kind of get them back into it because loading-wise, it's going to be a really tough week for us. So we've just got to make sure... We're getting the girls firing properly. We're looking after them going into that build-up, really. And for for any of the games, can you still get tickets? 
Yeah, or not the Jamaica one. The Jamaica one sold out. Ooh, so wow. um, Max's yeah. top tip. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's um, we're only playing them at Flat Lane, which is one of our training venues. I think it holds up to something like 400, 450. So that's sold out. And then I think the England game on the 6th, I think there's about 300 tickets left. So that's at Bellevue. So looking, looking good to selling that out at 2,000 people. Um, and then I think we're about just under a thousand for the Australia game on the Sunday. So still plenty of tickets, you know, left for the Sunday game against Australia. That's huge. So, Karen, um, Karen, can sorry, I just yeah. sorry, um, Emma, oh, can I just ask you, are you going to be playing just your Super League winning team, or are you going to be giving some opportunities to your under twenty ones to step onto the court and experience playing uh, international players? Yeah, I mean we've got um, we're, we're bringing in our, our the whole of our squad. So obviously last season we had a registered ten plus five training partners and a couple of additional training partners in there. We'll obviously lose John and Caroline because they'll yeah. be with Malawi and Northern Ireland. So there will be opportunities for us to get you know some of our young training partners out there so Amelia Hall who's obviously you know our under 21s and Elia for instance you know looking to get them out on the court and give them a run out as well it's a fantastic opportunity for them also on the Saturday we're, we're going to have a couple of guest players oh um, exciting are you getting your trainers yeah. on Karen is that yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> if, if only I was capable <laughs> <laughs> you just stand and shoot <laughs> not these days I think I'd get proper beaten up <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to give a, a few guest players a run out against England just because obviously the Saturday and Sunday is going to be massive loading for our players. So we're looking at getting a few guest players in. So that'll be exciting and, um, you know, a good opportunity for them as well. And is any of this recorded, Karen? You know, because we've been talking recently about, you know, exposure to, to these quality games and, you know, accessibility. And, and we talked about Sky and the commitment they've given to netball. Are we going to be live streaming this? You know, anything on YouTube or anything? Um. To be honest with you, Mags, I really don't know. I know it's something that we're, we're looking at. I think, um, you know, the, the council are working hard with England Netball as well with regards to like the officiating side of things. And I'm sure there will be videoed. Um, but in terms of it being available to the public, I think that's something that's still being worked on at the moment. Okay. Well, for anyone who yeah. wants to come and see it live, uh, where can yeah. you get your tickets from, Karen? You can get the tickets on the Manchester Thunder website. There's a ticket line link on there, which is manchesterthunder.co.uk. So, um, yeah, get online and the, that'll take you through the, to the ticket line office where um, you can book them online. So, yeah, re really exciting times. And the, the girls are really looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be interesting to pitch ourselves against the top three teams in the world. So It's yeah. exciting and best of luck to you. Yeah. Uh, finally you. as well, Karen, we want to say a big Netball Nation congratulations for being named the England Under-21 coach for next season. It's another clap. Yeah, another round of applause. Good <laughs> shout, Mags. Good shout. Now, Karen, has this been a job you've had your eye on for a while or was it just an opportunity that came along and you thought, mm, I ain't turning that down? Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where um, you know you always know in terms of the four year cycle in the in, in the programs when these you know opportunities potentially will come up. So you know Fiji in 2021 and the way England Netball run their program, they obviously have the Roses Academies running all year round every year, and then every two years they look at pulling an under 21 squad together. So. I knew there would be an opportunity coming out. And when it when it did come out, um, I had a good, hard look at it. Don't, don't get me wrong, it wasn't an easy decision to make in terms of going for it because, 
it's not a full-time position and um, I'm not in a position to just take a you know a part-time um, opportunity so it was making sure that I had the conversations with Sunder and the fact that they could support me for the next two years through it so um, you know, calendar. <laughs> the calendar is going to be a challenge for the Shocker. next two years. So you certainly need this said, holiday. I know. I've said to all my friends and family, I'll see you all in 2021. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, happy Christmas. Get them a trip out to Fiji, Karen. Yes. <laughs> Some moral support out there. Yeah, I'm sure. That, I'm sure if they could, they would. So, I mean, it's going to be an exciting couple of years. You know, I've been. Um, an England selector now for the Roses Academy for the last couple of years and I've seen some of the talent that's coming through and it's, it's unbelievable and a really exciting time for our youth so I'm excited to get my hands on some of these players and see what they're really capable of. It is very exciting but as you say also very busy. How are you going to manage your time between the two, Karen? Well, a- anyone who knows me knows that I'm super organised and <laughs> I've actually got... I've actually got a calendar printed for the next two years and it's already pretty full. So I'm just making sure that, um, you know, first and foremost, my Thunder calendar is organised and ready and we know what that looks like. And then um, England Netball have been really supportive with that in terms of fitting camps in and around for any clashes that there have been that I'm unable to do with, you know, juggled with dates and and potential venues. So having the backing off both England Netball and Thunder and plus me being really anal when it comes to organising, hopefully we'll... (laughs) um, we'll get it nailed well look Karen we feel privileged that you managed to fit us in ahead of this hectic schedule so we'll probably speak to you in 2021 as well at some point won't we yeah <laughs> yeah um, give us a ring in August yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, now we know you're super busy and you've got a pat for that luxurious cruise so we'll let you go Karen but before we do I just want to wish you a huge good luck in your new role with England under 21s and also big good luck to Thunder in the upcoming games against the big three best of luck from all of us at Netball Thanks Nation Karen enjoy Thank it all you. you have earned it Cheers, go and enjoy it all thank Take you care, bye. Bye. right we are very excited to have on the show somebody who you hear most weeks but who's <laughs> on the other side of the world right now with her lovely partner stacy hiya sarah hiya hey, hey girls <laughs> hi stacy Hello. Now, first things first, we have been inundated with Instagram updates, right? So, Sarah, (laughs) you have been given royal treatment. I mean, for a start, that breakfast was unbelievable. Then you got a proposal from Stacey, a massive rock on your finger, and then you had a surprise party. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, this is what I expect. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be expecting that when you get back to Netball Nation. Well, exactly. You guys never do anything like this. <laughs> and we're also not sure whether Stacey's just trying to kill me from a heart attack because, like, every time that there's a surprise, I jump a mile and look like... <laughs> <laughs> well, Stacey, from us here at Netball Nation, congratulations on being the best surprise party thrower ever because that looked unbelievable. <laughs> Have you been subject to any uh, any PowerPoint presentations from Stacey? <laughs> I mean, we've, a- we've actually just shut down on quite a complex Excel. So you, you've been- <laughs> We cannot wait for updates. It's so nice to have you both on the show with us. So thank you for joining us. Back to the netball bits now. And Stacey, we'll chat to you about all things fever shortly, if that's all right. Um, But Sarah, I'm actually wondering whether you'll really be having some time off or are you using the opportunity while you're out there to do some netball swatting? I am being a bit of a geek, if I'm being honest. Um, I've kind of snuck my way into some fever sessions and trying to like pick their brains and see what they're up to. So it's been pretty cool for like this week. Are there any players that you've got your eye on ahead of next season? Other than Stacey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, the goal defence is rubbish, so we'll leave it <laughs> early. All the, all the others are decent. 
And uh, what does your itinerary look like for the next three weeks then? What, what are you going to be doing? Well, this week, obviously, Fever have got Thunderbirds at home. And then next week, we go to Sunshine Coast because Fever play away at Sunshine Coast. So, I've, yeah, get, getting a little trip up to the, to, to the other side of Australia. After that, Suncorp goes on a break. So uh, me and Stacey are going on a proper holiday to oh. Malaysia. For oh, not another bloody <laughs> oh, holiday. Mags, Mags is absolutely <laughs> raging here. So, so girls, we just had uh, Karen Gregg on the phone and she said, oh, I'm getting ready. I'm going on a cruise. And Kylie's sat here and she's just said, oh, I'm travelling around Europe. I'm going on Saturday. And Mags is like, it's absolutely bucketing it down here. Mags is raging, aren't you? I'm- I'm sorry, is, is Greggy like 90? She's going on a cruise. <laughs> hey, she's got a busy schedule for the next few years. Yeah. She what needs I need to, to Hang on a minute. What I need to tell all of you is, do you remember what I used to do for a job before I started doing nothing? You didn't sing on a cruise ship, did you, Max? Well, actually, yeah, that was my sideline. <laughs> I know people, uh, you know, passport control. So all you people who think you're getting off on these fabulous holidays, I'm just saying, if they say come this way with me, madam. <laughs> well, Sarah and Stacey, I'm very happy for you that you're having a lovely holiday. <laughs> We're going to move on now to round seven of the Sun Club Super Netball Competition in Australia. Uh, Stacey, you might not want to join us again after we start with you and West Coast Fever. Uh, you faced your third draw of the campaign at the weekend and amazingly, it was the same score as last week's game against Firebirds. Your round seven fixture saw you take on Giants and the game finished in a 62-all draw. What's the feeling in camp following that match, Stacey? It was very mixed. We knew that we were going out basically with our season on the line um, and that we needed to get a result that ideally was a win. Otherwise, I think logistically, it just was never going to be possible for us to play finals. And so I think when there was a bit of confusion at the end of the game where the main clock was showing that there was time left, but the umpire's clock had actually expired, which could have meant that we actually lost the game by one. So to be honest, I was just pretty bloody relieved that that goal at the end <laughs> oh. from Seabass did not count. <laughs> because, yeah, a loss is a lot worse than the draw. Definitely. But by the time we got into the changing rooms and we had time to debrief it, um, the vibe was definitely disappointment and just not enough progress as quickly as we'd like. How, how Stacey, how do you get over that disappointment and look ahead and work out right this is what we need to do for the next match well we have a pretty comprehensive debrief process I think this weekend was the first time we probably hit that process as soon as we stepped off of the court pretty much we get live stats throughout the game and um, that means that we have them as soon as the game finishes as well our video analyst is incredibly efficient with what he does and so we were kind of able to really look at things immediately but then we did have Sunday and Monday off until the evening actually that was a bit of the emotional debrief but then when we come in on Monday evening it's about the action plan the things that we have ticked off and how that we move forward knowing that we are hanging in there by the skin of our teeth. Stacey can I just ask you because I know that obviously we all accept because we all play the game that it is a team game and you can't be pointing the finger at any one individual but collectively when where do you think you needed to do more work in that game to get over the line with the win? Um, well, we have some stats and some aims that we are trying to get. We want to get six games per quarter and we were two games short as a mm. whole team. We didn't turn over enough ball or ball that we think that means we're going to be in a position to win a game. So that's something that we have fell short on this whole year, to be honest. And then our three-court defence has been a lot weaker than it was last season, which I think was the real difference. We prided ourselves on playing an attacking defensive brand of netball and we haven't been able to consistently put that out there this season. What are your thoughts as well? I want to touch on this, Stacey, on how the super netball competition is being run in terms of the break for the World Cup. 
as a player, is that difficult to manage? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think different teams will be affected in different ways. We're losing, obviously, Captain Courtney Bruce and Janelle Fowler, who's going off to represent Jamaica. Um, it's a really unique thing, actually. I don't think I've ever done it before. And I think the emotional and the physical drain that it will per- uh, pose on the girls who actually go to World Cup is is quite large. But I think as long as we, as West Coast Fever, are able to get the wins that we need in the next two rounds, I think the break will be a perfect timing for us because our pre-season period has been incredibly lengthy. We've been on court and training since October. And I think the, the real emotional and physical drain that's being required from us at the moment to get wins and to stay competitive and positive. I think, you know, if we get those wins in the next two weeks, the breaks will be perfect timing. Next up, Stacey, New South Wales Swifts took an impressive victory against Queensland Firebirds, 68-46, and that keeps them top of the Super Netball ladder. But the win has unfortunately been overshadowed somewhat by an injury to their captain, Maddie Proud. Now, am I right in thinking that she's out now for the rest of the season? Yeah, she has. I think they only just announced that, although, um, yeah, the netball cynics were pretty certain from the start that it was mm. going to be an, an ACL. That is a real, a real blow for them. Maddie's been having a phenomenal season and obviously the Swiss have been flying but you know they've not been without their struggles Maddie will now not be able to complete the season Nat Haythorn's weight has just returned back to England and she hasn't stepped on court at all for Suncorp yet this year and one of their reserve shooters um, who's actually a WA girl Sophie she's also carrying an injury so they are at the top of the table but the the break could potentially be a real blow for them because they are one of the teams that are also sending off the most international players to the World Cup so as someone who's sitting at the closer to the bottom end of the table um, I am hoping that it cripples them (laughs) (laughs) You you mentioned uh, Nat Haythorn-Thwaite there so we've uh, we've heard this week the news that New South Wales Swiss are allowing that uh, time to rest and recover from her injury ahead of the World Cup. Now, as they sat top of the ladder on 47 points with Lightning behind on 35, can they afford that luxury? Is that is, is it all right for them to do that? I think it's uh, a really good example of how the clubs over here work with the international teams. Mm. Nat, although I'm sure has been contributing towards the programme, she hasn't been able to contribute physically. She's not been ready to step out on court for the Swiss and I guess she also will be a drain in terms of resources on the S&C coach and the physio so in order to get her in the right place and England will obviously be desperate to make sure that she's fit to step on court come the World Cup they decided that it was best for her to go home Well but do you think the lack of playing matches might affect actually her performance into the World Cup? Oh I think it would be incredibly difficult I'm not sure that I have I'm the kind of athlete that would be able to not have played a game since January and then be able to step on court in a World Cup and play my best netball uh, we've been chatting the last few episodes as well, Stacey, about Magpies not reaching their potential for the last few seasons. They must have been listening because they got the first <laughs> Super Netball victory this round, winning their Derby Clash against the Melbourne Vixens 55-52. Huge result for them, that, isn't it? It is. It's massive for them. We cannot rely on Magpies at all to do us any favours this season, unfortunately. Um, and so them winning, you know, puts us in a more competitive situation <laughs> here at the bottom of the table. But you- really positive for them. Could that be sort of the kickstart they need for their season? I hope not, but possibly. Um, <laughs> this is with a very tinted <laughs> fe- fever view, <laughs> yes. isn't it, Stace? <laughs> oh, there is zero love lost over here between any of the teams. But um, yeah, I think they will be needing confidence more than anyone, despite the fact that they have bags of experience, internationals, and a real star-studded team. They still haven't performed the way that they would have hoped. And I think 
wins and results like that and to be able to beat the Vixens for the first time for them will definitely give them the confident boost that they needed. Definitely. Stace, what's your, um, so obviously last week's fixture, the coach of Magpies actually benched three of his like international superstars. So I think Jeeva Mentor, there was two others who were on the bench at one time. Was that a real signal, do you think, for them to like, a kick up the backside and, you know, you need to perform, you've got a job to do. And do you think that was like the catalyst to the win this week? Um, it's a good question, actually. I think last year they had a little bit of a taste of that. Kim Revillian wasn't in great form and it resulted in her spending a lot of time on the bench, even though she's previously been a starting centre for the Diamonds. And I think Rob Wright acknowledged at the start of the season that his biggest challenge, having so many stars in one team, was to get them all on board of his plan. And that plan was that, the team is the primary focus and the result is also the, you know, the thing that they're all pushing for. And in order to be successful, that they would need to use the whole of their team and be able to sit potentially large personalities on a bench. I think it's quite refreshing yeah, that you've got a coach who is actually playing players on performance and not because of who they are. Yeah. yeah. Finally, sorry, go on. Sorry, Kelly. one more question on Magpies. Nelson's obviously been withdrawn from the Jamaica squad due to injury. Do you think this is a club mm. versus country? Because she's obviously on court, full four quarters, performing pretty well, had a really good matchup um, on the weekends. Now, with the Jamaica squad, she wouldn't be on court all the time for Jamaica. So do you think that's something where she's made that decision? Or? Conspiracy theory. <laughs> like, it, it's quite, like, she doesn't look injured, does she? And I know she's got, like, an underlying I I issue with, is it a knee? But, um, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's quite controversial. Yeah, I think it's very controversial. I've pumped in it as much as I can for the information. <laughs> of Good. <laughs> um, she doesn't give very much away. But, yeah, they pretty much went from having three gold standard shooters in that squad to pretty much one and then maybe one and a half if you include Ramalda who's struggling with an injury as well but it's a pretty unique situation to have a player step on court every week for their club mm. um, but not be able to get up for a World Cup but as somebody that has prioritised club over country um, I know that it isn't always that straightforward. Yeah. You can yeah. send all of your controversial theories into at my netball nation. You can hear them like, ah, tap, 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 typing away now. Uh, finally, Sunshine, Sunshine Coast Lightning kept up their winning form by securing 59-53 in the victory against Adelaide Thunderbirds. That leaves Lightning up in second place and Thunderbirds struggling at the other end of the ladder and second from bottom. Do you think Thunderbirds are going to be able to get out of trouble at all? No. no. Um, oh. They can get out of trouble, but not this week. Okay. Yeah. Because it's your next game, yeah, isn't it? of course. So just not yet? No, not yet. It looks to me like it's going to take at least a week or two for them to really pull themselves together. <laughs> right, well, girls, thank you so much for talking to us. Just before we wrap up, I've got a big shout out to make. Just want to say a big thank you to the team at Refinery29, who've included Netball Nation among the list of their favourite female sports podcasts. That's what we like to hear. Exciting news. Uh, you can read the article and find out their roundup of podcasts by going to www.refinery29.com. So thank you so much for the love guys uh, right before we go I'm going to go to you two first Sarah and Stacey any shout outs at all yeah. I'm going to shout out West Coast Fever <laughs> that's a surprise Yay. you've not been doing that for the entire time yeah. <laughs> um, no I'm, I'm really not nothing for me okay Sarah do you have a shout out I actually don't think I do this week, you know. Maybe, this, is, maybe, this is new territory for me maybe thank you to your fiance for a week of parties picnics and a new <laughs> ring 
I mean, yeah, she goes, all right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll thank <laughs> Oh, you have just started a domestic <laughs> because you had to remind yeah. her. <laughs> we, we can't see we them right now. Until she gets me home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Mike, do you have any shout outs? Uh, I've just got two, if I may. Yes. Uh, the first one is a shout out to the uh, English Lionesses. Yeah. who are playing their game on Friday against Argentina. I think they're uh, one from one at the moment. The best of luck to those girls. Go well. Um, big year for the Nevilles this year. And also, in relation to the news that we put out last week about the Leeds Rhinos netball, huge, huge thank you to everybody who has sent their best wishes talking about netball being brought back to the region. We can't thank you enough for all your support and uh, roll on 2021. Exciting. And Kylie? Yeah, just one from me. Um, so we've obviously touched on Thunder um, benefiting from the World Cup and getting exposure to the top three countries. Welsh netball are actually stepping out against four countries in the lead up to um, South Africa, Malawi, Trinidad and Tobago and Grenada's prep for the World oh, Cup. Oh, awesome. So Amazing. despite them not getting a place in the World Cup this year, they're actually still benefiting and those girls and the squad will kind of get international experience which is amazing that's for the their country. world cup yeah. that is the welsh yeah. world yeah. cup right yeah. there well, good and luck. Yeah, yeah those the competition like they'll see wales as a real threat and a really good competition so good luck to those Brilliant. girls best of luck from everyone here at netball nation just as a reminder of what as well if you've got any questions for sarah mags Stacey, Kylie, anyone else who's joining the podcast? Anyone else the on the weeks, street? Anyone at all? <laughs> and yeah, any strays that we bring in, please do get in touch. Uh, you can tweet us at Nation or drop us an email to hello at MyNebelNation.com and we'll do our best to answer these in next week's episode. Right, girls, what time is it over there? It's 10 past eight. We're just going to go to the movies. Oh, what are you, Ooh, what are you seeing? Yeah, what, what are you, you watching? watching? Rocketman. <gasps> oh. Right, well, I've not seen it, so no spoilers. Are you dressing up? Is Stacey oh. making you put a, like, sequin <laughs> jacket on? I've, I've just got on what I wear every day, so I pretty much look like Elton John, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Yeah, yeah. You want a thick picture? Yeah. Prove S- it. Send us a photo of what you look like so we can put it on at my Netball Nation. Right, well, enjoy Rocketman. I hope no one stops you for photos thinking you're Elton John. And thank you so much, guys. We'll get you hopefully get you back on next week's podcast. Is that all right? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. And Mags, as always, thank you very much to you. Thank you. Kylie, thank you for joining us. Our stray from on the street. (laughs) That is the end of another show. See you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to our podcasts. Uh, You can head over to mynetballnation.com and find them all. And do be sure to follow us all on the uh, social platforms at mynetballnation. See you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. This is Netball Nation.